Yeah, but what's always what's always interesting to me though is that whenever True Grit shows up at a at a venue, you're just asking for damage. Like I've I've repped them like twice. Oh no, yeah. You know, it's mo- it's mostly chairs though, and like, listen, they're they're we fun. We have chairs here. They're fun, nice guys. They just um, screw up your your venue, and they don't bring their own chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I true. I love them. They're great guys. Just uh, they're a nightmare for insurance. Hey, I break ones that are already look like they're breaking. Already. Welcome to the Transmit Podcast. Uh, once again, uh, we have Manda with us today. Hey, how's it going? I'm Spike. I'm Victor. And uh, let's see. Uh, today uh, we wanted to talk a bit about the uh, the props for the show that we've had to make ourselves, and it's a lot of them, right? Yeah. Uh, so the first thing that comes to mind for me is like one of the first things I ever made. I'm looking at them right now. Is these um the uh the power up boxes because uh-huh. we have these things called power up matches, and you said okay, we need your help, and so I show up at like what eight o'clock the night before the show. Okay. And we have to cut plexiglass. Yeah. To make these power up show things, so we have them for the show tomorrow. Basically. Yeah, the original power up boxes were made of wood. I just screwed them all together. And that's with, solid. Uh, you know, like drywall screws and wood. But the way we store things. Yeah, and then I attached them to like two by two. Yeah. And then taped those to the poles of the ring. Yeah, but unfortunately the way we store things is sometimes outdoors and sometimes it yeah. rains. Yeah, so then I decided I'm going to make a new version, which is bigger, mm-hmm. which is a foot by a foot square box. And it's made of plexiglass because I was imagining that I would put like a clear... Uh, a frosty uh, layer of vinyl oh, yeah. over the plexiglass, and then there would be light in there, and it would light up, and it would look all cool and stuff. But the glue that we used to <laughs> glue it all together, this. yeah, it didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. It was starting to like get onto the plexiglass and stuff. Yeah, it was. Listen, I had to cut those like with by hand, and we were trying to like yeah, keep them straight, to... but they're always like cockeyed. I, yeah, they were like they would like melt, <laughs> they would just like move and shift. I feel like maybe it was warm that day too. It's like the glue was not hardening. No, so basically the end. So we had to end up duct tape, duct taping him. Well, the finest silver duct tape. Yes. Finest silver duct tape. <laughs> and on camera, it looks like pretty much like you know metal boxes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it, great. I think they look good. And then you punch through the front of it with a pe- you know it's a with it's a fist. paper yeah with a question mark printed on it. So when are you gonna move to like solid pieces of oak? Since you can obviously solid punch through that, right? <laughs> punch through solid pieces. I was thinking about doing like maybe a thicker paper, working Ooh. up to the oak or balsa oak. wood. Yeah, balsa yeah, wood will cardboard cool. or something. We can punch through cardboard. Yeah. All right, uh, Amanda, you had something you had to make uh, that came Let's to mind. See. Oh, you know what? And we didn't discuss this because I hadn't thought about it. The first match I was in um, was Hilda versus Magnos. <clears throat> And it was a weapons match. And so I wanted to make, like, this big steel beam that I, like, pulled from under the ring. I, like, took the ring apart. So it was this big piece of foam I found, like, upholstery foam. And I put, like, a dowel down the middle of it because it was kind of floppy. And spray-painted it silver. And just hit him with it. Nice. The dowel snapped in the middle of it. We still have it. I just saw it today. It's right outside. So... Yeah, we don't we don't lose we don't a lot really of stuff. We don't really get rid of anything. <laughs> Not even stuff that's broken. That's supposed to be like yeah, the support beam for the ring that you pulled right. off. Right. Yeah, I, I ran around with a hammer and I was like, where am I gonna get it? You know, like <laughs> went under the ring and like hammered. Oh, look at this big huge beam! And I found a hunk of metal. This yeah. won't this won't compromise the structural integrity of what I'm fighting on at all. Yeah, <laughs> that was a fun match. That was a cool match. Yeah, that was fun. I'll, I'll bet. Yeah. And I made. Uh, let's see. So one of the, we were talking about the power ups boxes. Yeah. And one fun power up snatch. It was from one of our Halloween shows. So we were doing like spooky stuff. I can't remember what the other stuff was at the moment, but one was like Schrodinger's cat. And the cat uh-huh. was alive. And uh, this was when we, it was Vic versus uh, Hilda. 
it was match two of our like three match. <laughs> yeah. This is the one where you cheated. Um, but yeah, the cat, and it, the, I think it was like, as in real life, Vic Valentine is, lick, is uh, allergic to cats. Uh-huh. So it was like, was the cat alive or dead? Or, oh, it's alive. And it like attacked his face, you know, <laughs> and he was allergic. So that was oh. fun because that material like is hard when you cut it, it just like all the fur pieces come off. So my house was full of these like fur pieces. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I think Anthony still has it. I gave it to the him. The Schrodinger's cat cat? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, like an, there's an ant suit still in my garage. Well, our no, garage no, now. No, those are spiders. Those are spiders, sorry, spider yes. suit. You, I made those. Those are great. The paper yeah. mache butts and <laughs> this was the most janky spider costume and it looked like totally us. It was beautiful. <laughs> like the time where you use your arms and the strings are attached to like Two other arms. Why did we have arm. to have spiders? What was they the story like behind that? They were like Martian spiders. Is it the spiders from Mars? Yeah, they <laughs> were. The lyric in the David Bowie song? Uh, they're like giant mutant spiders, maybe from the BEFC. I can't remember the storyline. I know that they were in the. Oh, new... it was a. It was also a power ups match. It was. Was it the oh. spiders power up? Okay, spiders. That's when they debuted. Yeah. But then they came back for um, game days, uh-huh. New Game Plus. Oh yeah, I in, remember game days in Santa Ana. They were there yeah. too. Yeah, to take on Jalapeno. It was you and Julian. Yeah, we were the spiders. Yeah. Oh, that was that was great. Um, and let's see. We might see them again. You know. I know. Just saying. It's, yeah. They never really were defeated, so. They're still the out there. The new season of Super Awesome Showdown might take kind of like a dark, Stranger mm-hmm. Things kind of. Hey, turn. I, I'm all for that, especially if it's popular and gets us cheap, uh, cheap notoriety. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I, I know I, I had to operate the uh, murder slug. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and. Uh, Travis made. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, Travis yeah, made that. Travis right? made the original. It was his idea. It was summoned by the Dark Lord Magnus, and it was you know great fun. It would just eat people. I think it ate. Um, I think it ate Rainfro at one point. Rainfro it ate lived Eric. In it. it did eat Rainfro. And so, yeah. One of our former hosts, Eric, it ate him, and I was operating at the time at the there ass was, end. There was even a video made, like a whole long yeah. skit made of Rainfro inside of the belly of the murder uh, yes, slug. Yeah, he learned from a like a, an ancient master in there. Yeah. yeah, his master was in there, and it's actually one of the <laughs> best shot skits we've done. Oh, I'm yeah. actually working on it. I was actually working on it today. It's oh, for totally the... awesome, super awesome showdown. We might oh, release nice. it. Oh, excellent. On that Patreon. Good, that was a good show. Well, yeah. what, I, what I most remember about that is since I've had to operate it both, like I, I was the ass the first time, and let me tell you, that slug's ass worked when I was in it. Uh-huh. The second time was at game days. Right. And, um, that was I, the revamped version that I worked on in the backyard. I think that was, by this time, it's now the Shadow Beast. No, no, no. No, no, no that's the Shadow Beast. A whole different Balthazar, thing. That's Balthazar, the Shadow Beast. That Kevin made that one. Oh. So, yeah, no, the thing about that this is... Was... Um, you you guarantee well you didn't guarantee me but you said oh yeah no totally you're gonna work it for like because everyone it was like a whole it was these, a royal rumble it was a royal rumble over the top uh yeah battle royale over the top uh so once you got kicked out thrown over the top you lost minions would come and drag you and throw yeah. you and feed you to the um the murder slug so yeah we had the murder slug like halfway out of the yeah. ring and we still had two people in there because it was kind of a little janky at this Spike point Spike and one of our refs yes tony i think it, it was great and but i'm sitting there wondering like okay when am i gonna like be relieved basically yeah but no, that... no i would like went to everyone i was like okay this is what we do if you're not going back in you're gonna switch out because they have to hold this whole thing up you know it wasn't it didn't couldn't support itself so I had it all planned. But, you know, after you're out wrestling and you get yeah. thrown out and you're in, people totally forgot. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like it a 20- or 30-minute match. Of <laughs> hell. See, I forgot. I think I forgot that I was supposed to. I, I don't think I had to come back out after I was eliminated from that <laughs> yeah. Battle Royal. 
So like I saw you and I think Tony was in there, right? Yeah. Who, who, yep. And you were like, you're like, go through, go through. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is right. Nice. That's yeah. the thing you never said. Like, hey, switch with me. I thought yeah, like, I see. Yeah, like, go, go, go. I, was like, I okay, thought we were trying really, to. Yeah, I was like, this is good service. Well, right? I didn't know who. Awesome. I didn't know who was coming back in. I didn't know that end of the plan. So basically, for the next week, my neck hurts like <laughs> like crazy. I didn't. I couldn't figure it out at first. But then I remembered. Oh yeah, I was in a murder slug for a half an hour <laughs> with my head, my chin pressed against my my chest supporting the weight of this murder slug. Yep. And then I had to drive it also back from the venue too. Yeah. It's always That's fun seeing that cuz like when the murder slug first comes out, it's like really animated. Like, yeah. And then it's like, da, 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 it like a Chinese dragon. like a Chinese dragon. Yeah. yeah. And then and then like toward the end of the match it's just, just like kind of sitting there. I'm just sit, I'm just moving. every now and then I'll, I'll slowly dipping it. and then coming uh, back up. Yeah, cuz I'm getting I'm like ow ow okay, move my hair. Uh, uh. No, that was great. The whole I loved the show. It was a great day because I, I got to work the booth. It's as close as I ever got to working a booth at a convention. And because Game Days is basically a very small convention, it's great. And uh, but by the time I was done, I'd been awake for like eighteen hours. And so I'm driving back from L.A. and I realize I'm in trouble when I start waking up while doing seventy. <laughs> so that was a little scary. Jeez. Yeah. And there's a murder slug. There's a murder slug. Like, they're not keeping me awake. Like, yeah. Yeah. But. The, I think that was some good show talk, actually. All right, so let's move on to the lounge, or as Mandalix called, the locker room for some sweet locker room talk. The co-ed locker room. The co-ed locker room talk. We're all equal in the co-ed locker room. Eyes up here. Okay, so um, you wanted to talk about your um, other characters. You don't just wrestle for uh, Super Awesome Showdown. You do wrestling around, like a lot of wrestlers, you do wrestling with a a number of different promotions, right? That's true. Um... A year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, I went to a show and met a wrestler called uh, the Vegan Superman. I've met him. He's a ton yeah. of fun. And so I had commented on like a post, like, oh, I really, you know, it was like my favorite match. He wrestled um, SoCal Crazy, who uh-huh. was in one of the first Super Awesome Showdown uh-huh. shows at Art Around Adams. And I was like, that was my favorite match, you know. And so he messaged me and was like, hey, do you want to be... You know, he was the vegan Superman. He was like, would you like to be my lowest grain? You know, I was like, yeah, that sounds like hilarious and amazing. So, yeah, I did that. We did a whole uh, like heel vegan gimmick for a while. I, lo- I love your character. You got like a total hippie thing going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, it started out very hippie-ish. But an angry then, hippie, it looked like. Yeah, very angry militant. Really, it's, it's, my, yeah. it's my theory that most hippies deep down are all angry. They're militant, huh? Yeah, they're all angry at some level. But no, no, no. but yeah, you've got this whole thing, like this yeah. heel hippie thing going. You're messing with people. And I think I refed you once when I was still doing a lot of refing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. And then I kind of branched out on my own and started doing the butt gimmick. Still as Lois Grain. Right. But, uh, Your yeah. shirts are great, by the way. Yeah, with a... Uh, if you've met me, you've seen I have a big butt. So... <laughs> Just a lot of butt moves. And it will not quit. Yeah, it will not quit. So that became a thing. Um, Mason, who's on the show, who he does Vlad and Kid Knight, he he came up with this idea. He's like, hear me out, okay? He's good at this. He's helped a lot of people get the characters. Okay. (laughs) He was like, okay, it's like a test of strength, but we both shove each other with our butts, okay? (laughs) It's called butt wrestling. Now you're going to pop down. And you're going to go down and pop back up, and I'm going to do a front flip bump. It's going to be great. I was like, this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. And he kept bringing it up. I was like, okay, we're going to do it, just so you can see how stupid it is. I'm going to prove you wrong. It was so over. It was so over. The right? whole crowd was chanting butt stuff, 
So Every after time... that, I was just, yeah. Oh, yeah. From that moment forward, um, yeah, it was butt stuff. I have a shirt that says uh, butt stuff club. It's oh, yeah, like listen. Bullet if, club shirt. You should come. Come to the show. Buy a butt stuff sh- yeah, shirt. butt uh, stuff shirt. No, anytime you do something outrageous like that, because you, you can sell it. You really mm-hmm. can. And so, like, when you, like pelvic thrust somebody in the face 37 times mm-hmm. it, it's it goes over mm-hmm. when you do a titty twister con- uh, contest it goes over so like that it's brilliant i think it's because she's giving us permission to look at her butt because it's, she's making it a focal point so we're not having the guilt to, like, is gone yeah it's like guilt-free but looking at because <laughs> like if you know you know she's locking up and her arms are up there and you yeah. have to look at her face and everything but then you, your eyes naturally just go to her butt and then you kind of feel bad. But if she's already right. using it anyway in a match, it's now drawing attention. You're to now it. not objectifying her. You're 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 appreciating her art, her martial art form. Yeah, you're looking at one of her my most na- vital weapons. Natural. Yeah, it is true because you know in a match. Yes. So I think the best wrestlers do use like their assets, you know, pun intended. <laughs> oh yeah. But they use things of their quirks, things about them, and that's what really works for them. You know, might as well. If, yeah, if you've got a body part, use it. Why not? Um, I actually wrestled in college, and we wrestled freestyle. And um, <clears throat> when I was taught, I was taught by men. I actually body slammed a woman. I was the biggest on the team, and so body slammed someone out of my weight class. And after that, I they made me wrestle, train with the boys. Definitely smelly crotches. Because you're like actually. six, you're like six foot something, right? Six feet, yeah. Nice. Do but, men, male and female crotches, <laughs> smell different from each other? I will just say that the boys' team had smelly crotches. I never smelled anything from a women's team. But anyway, going so that's forward. That's not my experience from when I wrestled a woman when I was in high school. Oh, yeah? She had some smelly uh, crotches going on there? Yeah. Oh, boy. But it wasn't like... But did like, you train with all women? Like, but you know like, what? Maybe I just smelled so much guy crotch that I was used to it. Okay. There you go. I smelled like you the, different, nose deaf. the okay. different style of smell. Right. Different <laughs> crotch aroma. A different crotch aroma. I was like, oh, that's a different. The bouquet that's a, here. That's a bouquet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, but my, what I noticed about it was that when I went to a tournament and I ha- was wrestling women who were trained in different styles, even though it was freestyle, that's how the points are scored. Um, they did different types of takedowns, like more like judo takedowns, or um, they would use their body weight more effectively than I was trained to. I was trained to put my chest, you know, chest to chest when you pin someone. Yeah. But all my weight is well, because you, you have a natural hips. Yeah, you have a natural size advantage than right. most people, but you know, but smaller people. Weight, but yeah. all my weight, like so, Mason and I weigh exactly the same, mm-hmm. one seventy. But he could definitely beat me. He's got more weight in his chest. Yeah. If he were to try to pin me chest to chest. Now, if I sat on his chest, he wouldn't get up. Exactly. And, exactly. And there, and therefore, why, and butt why wrestling would he, was born. And why, and why would, would he, he want to? <laughs> hey, listen. But yeah, there. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you mind if I say that you mind if I tell them that you are you are happily engaged, damn. So it's nothing weird. Right. Yeah, it's nothing weird. So when he came up with butt wrestling, you know, this was a it loving, so really like Victor. Although I'd probably let Victor get away oh, yeah, with I it. Two would be weird I, if you did. It. Be, some, especially since I'm not a wrestler. On the last podcast, <laughs> I um, talked about some of the weird stories that we didn't do, but I wanted to do yeah. with Hilda. And we Vic did that Valentine. titty twister spot once. Oh, we did do the twitty twister. We did that. Titty twister. But I wear a fully padded bra too, so I'm just like, grab on. Just go for it. There's more padding than there are and like I, actual breasts. I grabbed the material and actually twisted the material. I saw that. No, I was. And, I um, refed that. I think one. she was actually grabbing my nipples a little. I bit. I was, and then I kicked you in the face. <laughs> yeah, and then I got busted open. <laughs> I got busted. busted they like open. to call the hard way. Yeah, the, the yeah, show. I hard weighed him. That show um, at the what was it called? 
Natural History Museum. Natural, everybody was, got busted open. Everyone got, like, I'm, I think I got a minor injury, an internal injury, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you had to be one of the minions that caught Anthony. Oh, I, I think you're, like, traumatized. I, I am, and also I... I also like really sold like me being like knocked out, and so I hit the back of my head on the tile floor kind of hard. Oh shit! I got hit too. I got a concussion. Yeah, I from a, a giant big old goose egg. Yeah. I, oh god, it's like a mouse <laughs> under... from like a foam hammer. Oh my god! But it was heavily wrapped. It in looked like ducks. a mouse. It did. When it... you said that, I didn't know what you were talking about until I saw pictures later. I was like, "There's a mouse There's under a... my skin." <laughs> it's like a horror movie. <laughs> oh no, it was it was weird because you you taken bumps with that before, like in training. And uh, it ne- it didn't hurt you in, until in the stage. Apparently, she just like went nuts. I yeah. I just, even when it happened, I didn't realize that's how it happened. Cause like, ooh, that was hard, you know. But I'm looking down and I'm seeing blood pooling <laughs> on the floor, and I'm like, is that coming from my nose? Like I had no idea that that could you know that could have happened. And then yeah. That show was both awesome, but also hell. Honestly, it was. Yeah. Oh like yeah, we... I still uh, I remember during that show I went out to my car and just like started crying. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I was stressed out. I was so stressed. Out. Was I left stressful, I left uh, parts of my ninja costume in three different places. I spent all day I like remember that. Yeah, and like when we first found our changing room, it was the nicest changing room we'd ever had. It really was. But also, it was like it was one of the partially submerged levels, and so there were windows like and then dirt an inch below on the outside, and people were like coming up and like asking like trying to ask. With hand signals, where's the entrance? And so the they're museum. seeing us all in our yeah. underwear. Yeah, this was in Balboa Park in San Diego. So definitely a lot of tourists oh, yeah. don't know where they're going. Think, butthole cereal? So, no, what I wanted to talk about, <laughs> besides butthole cereal, was uh, the Palo in Tokyo. We showed you um, one of these uh, a little while ago, right? Yep. And uh, we, me and Victor are really big fans of this whole, like, an average day in the life in a very different culture. Yeah. And it really shows, like, I think, like, why the Japanese are better than us. And uh, I mean, the series itself reminds me of a lot of something I would see on like KPBS. Yeah, yeah it has like the feel. Benny Hill music in the background. Like, Nothing boop, offensive. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, and like, hey, what's she doing? Oh, she's such a hard worker. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it because they followed this woman who is like an accountant basically, yeah. but they also have her like clean trash and uh, make you know, go grab lunch. It's a small company, right? It's mm-hmm. a small business. It's a small business. That. So yeah, you'd have to do it. But usually even then you wouldn't have your accounting staff like picking up the trash. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Depends. I didn't, see, I didn't see that many differences. I, I saw I like, know. I saw it not in like, oh, we, you know, cars have to get fixed. He works at an auto body yeah. or a, a repair shop. But it's like, in like the the very small bits, like uh like all the mechanics at the beginning of the day, they're going through like morning light calisthenics done by radio. Mm-hmm. Like imagine going to like a like a Firestone and saying, okay, uh, thirty to forty eight year old men mm-hmm. who are probably addicted to something, we're gonna go through some uh, light calisthenics. <laughs> You're saying that why are they addicted to something? Uh, listen, I went to a Firestone up near where I live to get my car fixed. They all looked like they were one like, Firestone. I, I've also been to like Pep Boys and uh, uh, the best the best like shop I've ever been to is like a like a, a Tires Plus, uh-huh. and they were they were the most like together looking. But the guy who was like handling my car had a thick country accent and looked like every thought was a struggle. <laughs> oh my God! And alcohol is coming You're off awful. his breath. As you You're s- awful. I am. I well, don't know no, what that has to, to do. This with place anything. was awful. Like what? Look, there are some great mechanics out there. Because he like, had a country accent. It didn't help. Like my what? brother, my brother <laughs> works at, as an asu- at uh, the um, uh, what's the the love? It's what makes a um, Subaru. He he's a he's a certified Subaru um, mechanic, and he's also a pothead. 
So like I'm. Well, okay. It's so like, are you. I'm not a pothead. I imbibe from time to time. You are a pothead. We're gonna have an intervention well, for you. Okay. You know what? Is this why we but, <laughs> do the podcast? Five episodes in, and you spring the the, the trap on me. Yeah, I didn't see that many differences. I thought it was interesting the way, like, I didn't know that about their money. Their money's, like, thicker, so they count it a little bit differently. Well, and, and again, it's, it's all the little things. Like, uh, they're mm-hmm. like they're just recycling pieces from, like, boxes to reuse because they're efficient. They're, uh, all the mechanics are clean. They have that magnetic sticker. They that, have the magnetic sticker for like, new drivers. For new drivers, you know. And, like, it, it's all, like, this weird, well, not weird for them, but it's, like, this, uh, community and it's not just like oh yeah once i'm done here i'm leaving mm-hmm. it's like you know I, i'm working till six because it i know it's like a, i need to work a nine hour day no they didn't say it in that video but most of them intend to stay with those jobs for the rest of their lives oh yes yeah. so it, i think yeah in asian countries they tend to have a more or i should say like less individualistic society more yeah. collectivist mm-hmm. whereas like we're more individualist you know and they so they think a lot about like what's the greatest amount of you know like Game theory. What's the greatest amount of good for the most amount of people? Right. You know? And me, I'm mostly like, what, when can I get mine and then get the hell out? Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. uh, it's just, you know, alienate everyone and then move on to the next yeah, career and in industry. Look, you can you can fake a resume like real good. All you need is like one guy to say, oh yeah, I'll pretend to be your last job. Yeah, and then have you know some buzzwords in there. Like buzz, yeah, you'd be fine. Like listen, synergy. Listen, I. Clients. I actualized. I actualized a paradigm shift in our company's management structure. Yeah, there we go. And listen, I got the pop words. Those buzzwords, I got them on lock. Self-actualization. Like yeah, most of the time. This is when you work at Pep Boys. Yes. Next career at Pep Boys. Next career at Pep Boys. You're gonna revolutionize things. Yes, I'm gonna gonna be like, we heard you on that podcast. We're doing calisthenics. Yeah, I'm gonna say like, yeah. No, listen, listen. Yes, sure. I had some things to say about you. And listen, the three teeth you have left are very intimidating, but how would you like to do radio-led calisthenics in the morning? Well, you're hired. Take them Bento's, to the back. Bento boxes. Oh, the um, bento boxes. That wasn't a difference because I do have bento box for lunch every but day. But do you choose? The one guy was saying that it's up to the bento shop, that they just kind of put an order like, oh, we'll have 10 bento boxes, and it's up for to the shop would choose like what they're lunches that day i thought that so was kind of interesting the bento restaurant chooses for you yeah that they takes a little that. bit of hassle off it does know? but because i'm just standing there going mm. <laughs> and i've been stuck you're, behind, oh you're that guy i've been stuck behind those people who yeah. are like hey was the cow happy in life before you turned it into a cheeseburger and i'm sitting there like i just want to eat I, it takes me like 20 seconds to order what why am i here for five minutes and so yeah if you could just say like i'll take whatever you want okay here you go it's like, what is it? You open it and find out. I've gotten in the habit of taking my lunch with me everywhere. That's probably the best. Because I'm recently, I left my full-time job. I take care of my mom now, and I work some side gigs. But even when I come to training, I'll bring, like, a packed lunch. I've noticed. Yeah, I bring my lunch. I didn't bring one today, and I'm actually really hungry. <laughs> Why didn't I do that? Well, here, um, I didn't wait. I didn't. I don't think we got gave credit to this channel. Oh, uh, Paolo in Tokyo. Yeah, Paolo in Tokyo is actually, listen, it's Check really it good. You should check it out. It's uh, it, it's really light. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say junk food content because you learn a lot of stuff, but it feels like a light snack. Yeah, it's our it's our YouTube of the week. Yeah, you, Victor channel. has um some really like flighty uh, YouTube habits. Like yeah, it was, I'll forget about it in like in two weeks. Yeah, next time you, you uh, and you, I'll come up with like a new exciting thing. For you us go to... from retail arbitration to Area Fifty One to Palo and Toe. It's, yeah. like, it's weird. Like he, the 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 algorithm can't nail him down with any kind of suggestion. 
because he's constantly like, ah, today I think I'm going to learn about uh, Swahili singing today. Yeah. All Swahili right. sing- singing is... Maybe I'll look that up. Swahili singing, I think, is a good place to leave off. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to do news because we are running over on time. So how about I say thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. I'm Spike. I'm Victor. And, uh... and we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, that was cool.